0: Fast thoughts? Fast thoughts. I'm Adam Daniel, as overcast day with a bit of rain, trying to catch it in between the downpours. You know, there are some days when I'm vlogging and I don't really know what I want to talk about. I have ideas, naturally, lots of ideas, but it has to be interesting for the audience. I don't want to just talk about stuff that I'm interested in necessarily. Sometimes I do. But this morning, I had a bit of a weird interaction with somebody that I've been communicating with on WhatsApp and this person lives several time zones away. So they didn't realize the hour in Toronto at the time, which for me was morning. This person sent this slightly caustic WhatsApp message to me. um, Kind of like a toss away, you know, just like one of those kind of things. Somebody felt like airing their grievances. Somebody felt like giving me a piece of their mind, telling me off about something that they perceived. Again, that word is very key. That They perceived that I did, um, and they let me have it. And in a very concise paragraph, I got a bunch of different sort of, what I'm going to call, um, barbs um, in a short paragraph. So naturally... You wipe the sleep away from your eyes. You know, of course, you wash your hands and all whatnot. Wash your face, do your ablutions. Um, And then I was like, okay, how do I respond to this? There's a number of ways I can respond to this. I don't have to respond to this. That's the first part. And that's usually kind of the sensible thing to do. As the old adage goes, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything. I know another way you could respond to it. I can come back with a little bit more sort of vitriol. I could come back, and trust me, I know how to give vitriol. Um, I can give it in a very sort of crass and crude way. As I say, using F and S words, four, five, and seven letters ending in I, N, G, and E, D, if you follow what I'm trying to say. Or I can word it in a very sort of erudite sort of a way, and I could rip into somebody that way. But to myself. You know what? At my age... And with the things that I've done, maybe this is a teachable moment. (laughs) So let's just parse apart the message. I'm not going to mention specifics. I don't dox people. Whatever. If the person is actually watching, maybe this is, again, part of the tutelage. If not, all good for everybody else, too. So basically, the person interpreted um, uh, my behavior in a certain sort of a way and then had the audacity to level the accusation against me that I'm bipolar or something like that, they said. And I was like, so you don't get your way. Something doesn't work out the way that you want it to work out. And then you have the audacity to call me bipolar, which I know today with the pop psychology and the pop psychoanalysis, that we do these days online and with the facility with which people are able to just basically chuck all manner of brickbats to somebody through social with zero sort of personal or physical consequences because it's all being done through this filter of the machine. Calling somebody bipolar is a very serious accusation. Like people that are diagnosed as bipolar or people that genuinely have let's say, manic-depressive type of behaviors, that's a very serious accusation. That is a very serious um, thing to actually have. And for people that are married to people that are manic-depressive or bipolar, or whatever they, they call it these days, they're going through hell on a regular basis. I'm sure you have people like that that you know in your life. This is the accusation that this person sent to me on a Sunday morning. Now, a little bit of backstory. I ceased communicating with this person several days prior because I'd seen some other things that were being mentioned that I decided, you know what? It's better if I just exit this conversation. It happens in business. It happens in my private life. It happens in my personal life. Just let's exit this conversation. It's not really going anywhere. I don't need to be right. Like I've said before on Fast Thoughts, I don't need to be right. I don't need to be... I don't, A, I don't need to be right, and B, I don't need to make people feel bad about things that they say. Like I have this expression for those that know me well, I don't play God. That's God's job to do. I don't play God. I don't need to say things to people that are going to hurt people. I don't need to cut into people in a way that's going to make them feel horrible about themselves. I don't need to have that very um, brutish and macabre satisfaction that some people have to... Rip people a new one. I don't. I don't feel any degree of satisfaction or pleasure in that at all. In fact, sometimes when I behave that way, and we can all behave that way because we all have the capacity to be bestial in that way, if I can say it a sense. But every time I do things like that, I end up feeling horrendous. But sometimes you need to actually point things out to people when they're just going off on on a tangent. And I basically responded to this person and I said, and it wasn't being snarky. I was just like, "Um, thank you very much for your send. Um, A lovely thing to read on a very placid Sunday morning. First thing when I wake up. Um, Because it was basically pop psychoanalysis combined with critiques about my vlogging activity, with my fast thoughts. And I was like, thank you for the advice about the vlog. I always take advice about things, you know, with respect to my vlogging and my public persona. And I go, no thanks for the psychoanalysis. End of story. No F word, no S word, not telling people off. Again came another massive block. I didn't respond to it. The point of this Fast Thoughts that I'm trying to state is you do not have to respond to things that you can clearly see come from a place of malice in somebody. Do not judge people. By that I mean to say is, you don't know what people are going through. You don't know people's schedules. You don't know what people are planning. Like, that's the thing. You see, with this thing with the social, we all have this presumption that we know everybody very well, or that we have a license to speak to people in a way that is absolutely candid and unvarnished without any pre-solicitation. Meaning, I didn't necessarily ask for you to to describe things to me in that way or send things to me like that or talk to me that way. But for some reason, the fact that there is a device filter, there's like a third party intervening between our exchange, you seem to think that it's okay for you to do and say the things that you do. Again, I don't want to get into that particular aspect because I'm not going to be stopping that kind of behavior clearly. What I can certainly say is when you write something that is going to be potentially misinterpreted by somebody that's receiving it, think and think again. Seriously think and think again about what you write. Because somebody that is not strong of mind somebody that is very susceptible to suggestion, somebody that is not well, by well I mean to say that somebody is not feeling in a strong part of their life, they're in a low phase, they're in, an, they're in, an, you know, they're in an, a flow stage, not an ebb stage, they're not mentally capable of handling somebody ripping into them. You need to not play God, as I said. You need to not do that, because once you say those things, you're giving that person a... You're basically chucking a poisonous dart at people. You're giving people a gift that keeps on giving, if I can say it. And it's kind of like the clap or something else that you get. You don't want that. Or, you know, or La Vida Corona. Or, uh, you know, if as the case may be. You don't know how it's going to manifest. Always be humble. You know, in the film business, we're constantly working on sets and with crews and with teams. And when it comes to creative works... People can get very sensitive. Writer, directors, or writers, or even directors. Everybody, all the different department heads. They can get very sensitive. And I always talk about the producer's job being akin to a linguist. And by that I mean to say is... I can say the same thing to person A and the same thing to person B. If I say this way to person A... I can't say the same thing the way that I said it to person A because person A and person B are different. And they both have their interpretive styles. And the producer's job as the linguist, inverted commas, is to know that if I speak to that person that way, that's the best way to get them to do the thing that they need to be doing for the, for the production. And if I speak to that person, I need to know how to tailor my commentary in such a way that it's going to be well received from that person. Every person has a unique way of interpreting the instruction, but you cannot be like dumping on people. Like you can't. And, and that was a bit of a digression. I'm sorry for for distracting a little bit, but you you cannot be dumping on people and giving them stuff that they don't deserve. Like to to, to psychoanalyze people when a you're clearly not even completely qualified to do that, and b you're so you're you're so entirely wrong. I mean, it's just like and then it just it and it just belies the idiocy of your approach in the sense of like the fact that you would even allow yourself to talk that way just indicates to me that you're probably not going to handle more difficult things that's not your job to be that way think think about what you say evaluate look at it look at it again if it's in any way doubtful or it's going to leave any kind of a poisonous result. Delete it. Don't send it. I mean, the if in doubt, leave it out thing applies more than it ever did, you know, since the advent of, you know, instant messaging and this kind of thing and email like leave it out. Seriously, leave it out. I mean, i for it, it kinda it kinda stunned me. It was like getting jabbed, you know, in the morning with like a jab or like a hook. I was like, Whoa, like whoa, like where did that come from? Completely unsolicited. It's like imagine not talking to somebody for like two or three or four days, and then it's just like you wake up to like a slap across the face. Completely, completely unwarranted. Anybody out there that thinks that you have a right to like vent on somebody, like if this is your if this is your personal life. Okay, we're not talking about personal life here. If this is your personal life, if you're married to somebody, if you have a relationship with somebody, if these are your children, I don't know, if this is your parents, that's a different level of intimacy. That's a different level of understanding. You're allowed to have those kind of conversations, but even then you must learn to be tactful. Tactful. But when it comes to complete strangers, be careful what you say. Like seriously, be careful what you say. If you don't know somebody well enough, you don't know how those words are going to manifest. You don't know how those words are going to propagate and filter through their system. You don't know how it's going to percolate. It could, it could damage them. I'm sure people on this vlog remember things that they've heard from people over the years and they can still recall some of the ways that it hurt when they had received it. I guess the point I'm trying to make is, I'm, always of the, I'm the personality, I'm the type of personality, it's like, I better not say something even though I feel like I can. I'm perfectly capable of saying everything and anything, anytime I want to say it. I've gone through a lot of experiences. I have a lot of good advice. I like to think, I know what I'm talking about. Maybe that sounds a bit hubristic, but too bad. If you don't like the light shining in your eyes, turn your head away. I'm not, shut, I'm not, I'm not turning down the headlights. But the thing is, I always try to just temper my speech. You win no points. You win no bonus points for eviscerating somebody's self-confidence or for making somebody feel horrendous. It doesn't win you any plaudits at all. It actually makes you seem like a vile and cruel individual. The aim is to add in the good. The aim is to minimize the evil and to minimize the rancor. There are so many created problems in our current zeitgeist. There are so many created issues in how we're living life today. I look back at history, being the amateur student of history that I am. I look back at the challenges that those people face. I was recently having an exchange with a very dear friend of mine in Los Angeles. And I said, you know, people before us innovated. They dealt with difficulties. They dealt with shortages of supply. They dealt with shortages of logistics. They dealt with um, seemingly impossible odds. Seemingly insurmountable, insurmountable conflicts and challenges. And they triumphed. We need to dip into that sort of energy as well. We need to tr- transcend the pettiness that we see ourselves going through in this day and age. And it starts on the micro. And here's kind of like the, 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 the full circle of it. It starts on the micro. It starts on the interpersonal. Interpersonal. It starts on how you interact with people and how you behave and how you talk to them and how you address them and how you, dare I say, evaluate them and how you, how, you, how you deal with them. And if you can't do that properly, you can't expect to succeed on the macro level. And if the aim, again, as I said, is to increase the peace and to increase the goodness, try doing it on a small level. Try making a difference in somebody's life. I don't know. Try waking up and saying to yourself, rather than having like a, a, a stomach full of bile... And Piss and vinegar. Why don't you wake up and say? What can I do? What can I do? How can I behave that will ultimately be of benefit to others? Not an albatross around their neck, but that will be of benefit to others. That's how I try to live my life I like to think that that's the benefit of my experience over time Not trying to get one up on somebody Or to just, I don't know, kick him in the tail. You didn't win that way at all. In fact, you did a disservice to somebody. Anyway, my friends, that's pretty much my thoughts on a Sunday, on a pensive Sunday. If in doubt, leave it out. Fast thoughts? Fast thoughts.